0: reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, chapter number 10, verse number
1: 38. So, um, we were just talking about the love of Yashoda and uh, love of Devaki and the difference in between Yashoda's love and Devaki's love. But there's also Rohini in, uh, in the whole lila. And um, where does Rohini actually belong? What is the love of Rohini? Because she had also two children. She had Balaram and Krishna. And what was her love compared to Yashoda's love and Devaki? Where is she standing? like? And especially because she's moving in between two lilas. So, I would
0: like to understand. So, she's standing in between. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's where she stands. She's in Dwarka and she's in Vraj.
1: Yeah.
0: And Yashoda is only in Vraj. And Deviki is outside Vraj. So, that's this.
1: And she's closely related to Yashoda. So, Her love for Krishna is also like as strong as Yashoda's love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yashoda is superior, obviously, because she's the mother.
1: Mm -hmm. So, is there a difference always in between a mother and? for instance, a mother that gave birth to a child would she always have more love for the child than someone that is not a natural mother, birth mother to a child? Or that's no, normal mother
0: thing? is obviously will have, but abnormal mothers, not. But yes, it is expected that mother will have more love than anyone else. So we are continuing to read the prayers of the two sons of Kubera, and in the previous sloka they said that, know us to be servants of Narada, who is your Anuchara, and it is by His grace that we have attained your darshan, darshanam now bhagavata vishayarashidhanu so this also signifies that how they are showing a relationship with Krishna. Because just like if you go to some big person, then and if you want a favor from that, so one is that you can approach independently, other is if you can find a relationship with somebody who is related to that big person, then that's certainly he makes a better possibility of getting the favor. So therefore, they are saying that we are anujaraking karo. Any problem? Are we okay? So vani gunanu kathane shrabhanu kathayam hastav cha karmasu manastav padi yorna smrityam sirastav nivas jagat praname drishti satam Darsane stu bhavat tanunam So this is the prayer, which is a very nice prayer. It says vāni bunānu kathne that our speech should be engaged in describing your wonderful qualities. And shravnav kathayam, and our ears should be engaged in hearing about your katha. Hasta ucha karmasu and our hand in performing work for you and manasta padhyornasmrityam and let our mind be engaged in remembering your feet and shirastava nivasa jagat pranami and let our head bow down to your devotees drishti satam darshane and our eyes in seeing devotees having darshan of the devotees and also having darshan of your vidraha. so this is the proper use of our senses senses are called rishika and krishna is called Rishikesha. so he is the master therefore senses should be used in him, in his service. So Indriya, they are called Indriya, and he is the Indra. So, Tvadanuchara, King Karatva Deva, Avyostvada, Vatsalle Atishya Malaksya, and Durlabham Epi Idam Prarthetu Mutsahave. So, it's, as they said in the previous sloka, that tava that we are the king, servant of your servant. So now he is commenting on this that because we are the servant of your servant, therefore mm-hmm. So then they are seeing that, Krishna has vatsalya for them and therefore they pray for something which is very rare, that we dare to ask this, so that is gunanukathne. So in Gopal Champu, Jeeva Goswami has these two characters, Madhukandha and the other one. What is the other one? Kanta, no? they tell the story. So they are the one who are telling the story of the whole Gopal Champu. They are these two people. Nalukur and Manigreva. So therefore, they, are, they have asked Vani gunānu kathne, That we engage our Vani in describing your activities. So maybe Jil Goswami takes the hint from here and brings them in Gopal Champo as two characters that we perform this description of your pastimes. Atra eka eva Chakara eva arthaka prati saptami artham antam yojyam. So he says that this Cha is only one here. Vani gunanu katne sravnu Hastau cha. So he says this Cha has to be applied to all the seventh bhaktis. Vani gunanu katne cha and Cha here means eva, means only that it should be used only for that and nothing else. So, vani guna kathne cha shramnav katayam cha karmsu hastav cha karmsu cha manastav padivarne smritiyam cha sirastav nivas jagat praname cha drishti satam darsne cha bhavatanunam cha hastav I no, exactly how to apply Chā everywhere, and Chā Jallu means end, 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 but here it says it is eva-arthaka, in the sense of eva only. So, prati-saptamiyantam yojyam tena tava gunanu kathane eva-vāni bhavatu netu anya-kathayam Ityevam sarvatra So therefore, everywhere it has to be applied that our speech, our ear, our hand, mind, head, eyes, they should engage only in these respective objects related to you and nothing else and our mind should be absorbed in thinking of your feet. Nivas Bhutanam Jagatam Jangamanam Naradadi Bhaktanam Pranam is So he gives the meaning of this word Nivas Jagat Praname. So Pranam means bow down and Nivas means the residence and Jagat means movable. You see glosses here as devotees like Narada. That Naradas are like your residence. So we should use our eyes to see them. Not to bow down our head to bow down to them, pranamy. He nivasa jagaditi sambodhan padamba. Or this Nivasa and Jagat are not as one word, they have to be taken as separately and both are sambodhanam, he nivaas, he jagat, and bhavat tanu nam, tan murti rupanam. And also, our eyes should be engaged in seeing your form. Form here, obviously, is not Krishna's personal form, but form of the deity, the vigra. So that means the vigraha also existed in the past because sometimes people say that the temples are just recent things. They were not there before. But it is mentioned here. At least in Bhagavatam there are a few references of temples in relationship to Embrace Maharaj also. So this was the last verse of their prayers. Sri Suka Vacha Itham Sankirtitas Tasta Bhyam Bhagwan Gokule Shvaraha Damnacha Ulu Kale Badha Prahasan So, when Bhagavan, the master of Gokula, was prayed in, like, in this way, glorified in this way by these two brothers, then smiling and still bound by the ropes, he spoke to the two brothers as follows. So it is very interesting that when you pray to somebody, then that person is free and you may be bound. So here they are praying to him who is bound himself. He should ask them, First, remove my rope. Please <laughs> let me sit down, relax. Then you can start some stotras. So he is on the ground on his knees and these people are praying to him. It's a very strange situation. So that's why he was smiling. So prahasan aha. Gohiyaka. So he spoke to the guhiyakas, the sons of Kuvera, although bound himself. So Sankirtitaha Sanstuta. So being glorified like this. Dhamna Chakarat Cha Baddha. So he says that Dhamna Cha Ulukhale Baddha. That he was bound by the ropes. And then Chā is there, so what is the sense of Chā here? So he said Chā signifies, which is not stated here, that he was bound by the ropes and also by prama. prema. So that is the significance of Chā. Otherwise it could have been damna ulukhule baddha. So Chā signifies that he was bound by prema. Prahasaniti prahaswayam ete devādeo man māyā baddhā swamocha nārtham yam māmaṁ stuvanti swoyam yashodādi gopi Dhirdamna premanācha baddhava vikṣṇam Bhartsitas smehina gokulita sthame. So why was he smiling? So he has an interesting explanation for that. So he says, look, these people, they are praying to me that they should be freed from the bondage of maya. Right? That's what they were praying. So, man maya baddhasva Moch nartham yam tuvanti. They're praying to me, that please, let us be not bound by your maya. He says, but I, I am bound by the ropes and the love of Yashoda and the Gopis. And I don't want to be released. I don't want that I should be made free from this bondage. So he said, that's how he's smiling. He says, they want freedom and I want to remain in this bondage. Mm-hmm. And not only bondage, I am continuously being taunted chastised. Don't do this. Why are you stealing? Why are you breaking? Mm-hmm. So he says, I want to stay like this only. Snehena Gokulae Tishthami. I want to stay in Gokula being chastised. And let me be bound by these ropes. Atratyanam tasam bhartsnena aham yatha priye netatha tatha aniyas tutyayati venjati. So what is the significance? He says, the amount of satisfaction, pleasure, happiness that I'm deriving, being chastised, criticised by these people of Gokula, I don't feel happy by their prayers. It says, these prayers are not as satisfactory to me as this bond of rope. And then, why did you break the pot, why are you so impatient, just sit down here, so that is giving me more happiness than any of these prayers. So this is the Premna Gati Kutila, so this is the Prema, it is very difficult to understand. That how that these Devas are praying and he's not he's thinking when these people will get out from here quickly so that nobody sees them. He's not he's he's waiting for them to leave. Says, Go go quick. Hurry up, don't delay. Whatever you want I give but just disappear from here. So he is relishing his bondage, and not the prayer of these two people. So now Sri Krishna, he spoke to them. Sri Bhagwan Uvachana. So now he is Bhagwan. He is speaking to them like that. Jatamam mam vetad rishina karunatmana Yachrīmadāndhār vāgbhīr vibhraṃso nubraha Kritaha. So he says that I already knew this that you have been blessed by Devarshi in the form of curse Yachrīmadāndhīvār vāgbhīr vibhraṃso So he cursed you to remove your pride because of your wealth and beauty and in this way, he has done a great favor to you. So this is already known to me. This Rishi is Karunatma, he is very compassionate and therefore he did this. So, Vagbhī bhi nahi anyo justo joshyan buddhi bhanso Rajaguna, Guna Srimadatha Vijayatyadevi Yatrasvi Tyutamasa So Vagbhi Vibhansa Anugraha What is the Anugraha he did when he spoke this slokas that there is nothing which spoils or pollutes the intelligence of a person than the pride coming from wealth Srimadatha so if you are born in high family high class family well this uh, education that is that, that does not give that much proud pride as the wealth so Sri Vibhansa Rupa anugrahe Vakrita. therefore he took away your wealth by curse. Vibhansa. so this has been a great blessing on you of devarishinana sadhunam samchitthanam sutram matakritatmanam darsanat no bhavedbandha pumsakhsno savituriyadha so in this sloka sri krishna is explaining the importance of having darshan of sadhus. So sadhu naam, samachitta naam. Sadhus who have samachitta means they do not have any hatred for anybody. So it is not that out of hatred they, Narada Rishi, curse them. Because he is samachitta, his mind is balanced or Sama also means Narayan or Krishna. Oh, nice. Mind is fixed on Krishna. Sutaram Mata So therefore they are very much attached to me. Mata Atma, Their Atma, their mind, their intelligence is surrendered to me. And by their darshana, darshanat no bhaved bandha. So by seeing them, there is no more bondage. So if you have darshan of a sadhu like this, then your bondage comes to an end. And then he gives an example. He says, Akshanaho sabituriatha. So just like when there is a sun, then there is no darkness for the eyes anymore there is light and then eyes can see properly. So in the same way when we have darshan of a sadhu who are samchitta and devoted, then mind becomes pure and there is no more bondage. Nanu tam api katham sambhavet. So, if somebody raises a doubt that these two brothers were actually very disrespectful to Narada Rishi, so how is that he gave them blessing? So then Krishna speaks this word sadhunam Samachittanam akshubhyatam. So he does not become agitated by his mana or apmana by respect or disrespect. Means it is not that if you respect then he will bless you and if you disrespect he will curse you. He is beyond that. So manapmanyatulya tulya mitrari mitrari pakshayu. Sutra mayeva krita atma Why is that? because they have fully fixed their mind on me. Matkita Darshana Anta darshan Pariyanta So Darshana, he says that antardarshan Paryanta. Pariyanta, that's seeing, that looks like that there's a different reading which he has, because he seems to, instead of Darshanath know, Yes, he is commenting on the word darsana anta. So darsana anta, if that is the reading, then he says darsana anta means darshan paryanta even. So means that darsana anta bhaved bandha. means your bondage is only as long as you have not seen them. Once you have seen them, then Bandha comes to an end. That is one meaning. Or he gives another meaning. Yadva darshnena Anto Nasho yes Or the word anta means destruction. That his darshan brings a destruction to darshana. Bandha. So bandha is called darshananta or that which is destroyed by the darshana darsana of the sadhu. So, sabitu darsana takshno bandhas tamakrito So, just as by seeing the sun, then the ignorance is dispelled like that by seeing the sadhus, the avidya is destroyed and that is the cause of bondage. Tena So now one may raise a doubt that if that is the case, then why is that everyone who sees the sadhu does not become liberated? So then he answers this by first explaining the example says, tena andhanam sabitu darshanadapiyathatamuna nasyati. Says, if somebody is blind, then even if the sun rises, then their ignorance is not removed. So, yasinasti isvam buddhi shastram tasya karote kim. So, shastra has got all the knowledge. But if one does not have buddhi to understand, then what can it do? So, lochana vihinanam, kim prayojanam One who does not have eyes, then what is the purpose of mirror for him? So, similarly, if one is blind, or like an owl who does not open the eyes, even if not blind, the sun is there, then by seeing They close eyes, then what sun can do? So he says in the same way, tathaiva nana aparadha malimasa manasa naam asura naam shri naradadi darsana dapinabandha kshayayati vijyapitam So he says in the same way, people who are offensive, and because of the offense, their minds are impure. Black malimas means blackishness. So then, even if they see a person like Narada, then their bondage is not dispelled. So that means you you need qualification on both sides. So there is qualification of the prameya and qualification of the pramata. So the object whom we are knowing or we are seeing and the knower. So if you don't have the proper pramana, right? Pramakanam, pramanam. If you don't have the indriyas, they are the pramana. For seeing the form, the eyes are pramana. So if we don't have that, then the, even if the light is there, what can it do? So, similarly, even if sadhu is there and you have darshan of the sadhu, but your heart is impure due to offences, then it will not have the effect that is implied from here, from this example of Pumsa Akshana Savituriatha. So, that's why the word Akshana has been used. Otherwise, Pumsa itself was enough, right? Should have said that if, if the sun is there, then the ignorance of the person is removed. Means the darkness is removed. So why the word akshana is used? So dadhi, asti-sakti, akshi-shabdanam, iramasya this is the sutra here, <laughs> Akshana. So, in the same way, so that's the meaning he's taking from the word Akshana. And why, what is the significance? So in the same way, if I, I'm offensive, Even if I see great person like Narada, then my offense is like making me immune to get the grace. This is called immunity for grace. So you cannot get it. If you want to get the grace, you have to have the patra. You have to have the pot turned up, not upside down, then you can receive it. So, that is the significance. From mm. their behavior, it looks like they were offensive in the sense because earlier we read in Bhagavatam mm. when we are doing that Devyaniya Sarvishtha. So when Shiva was passing from there and uh, they were just taking bath, so immediately they went out and put on the clothes. So, like uh, in front of a respectable person, to be without clothes is also considered as an offense to that person. But still they got grace, so how is it? Before is grace, this? but before grace, what happened, you forget that for 100 divine years they had to stand like trees. Such a grace. Now he is talking about the grace. Well, grace came, but before that came not. It did not come just like that. It's not that by seeing Narada they became enlightened. Mm-hmm. It's like if sun is there and you have eyes, you will see immediately. Not mm-hmm. that after ten years you will see. see. So that means first they have to go through this because of the. Yes, it was offensive. But still, they got the grace. They have to go through Mm -hmm. the offense, outcome. That's why it is called shapa, This is anugraha and shapa together. Because he has to remove their pride. Remember, he says, I don't see anything else unless I first remove their pride. Say, if I don't remove the pride, then they won't understand. So it was a grace in that sense that although it is a curse, but the ulti- ultimate result is that they see Krishna. Babaji Maharaj? Yes. So, is this where in one of your articles you have written you need grace to understand grace? So, once they got the grace, they realized that that curse was actually a grace. Yes. Otherwise you don't realize. Otherwise you get more upset. Of course, there were trees. Otherwise, if they were cursed, maybe they would have done, and not turned into trees, they would have done something worse. Who is this person? That's why I said, I will remove their pride. Tadgachatam matparmau Nalkubara sadhanam sanjato mei bhavo vam ipsitaha parmo bhava. So he says, now you go, oh Nalkubara, He is only speaking <coughs> to one of them. <coughs> Addressing both of them, but taking the name of only one of them, that O Nalkubara Tad That, therefore, now you go where sadhanam, that you go to your abode, but mat parmo, So you remain fixed on me. And sanjato mai bhavo vam parmo bhava. And you will have devotion for me which is your abhishta and as an outcome of that you will have no bhava no birth again so samjato mai bhavo vam ipsita parma abhava abhava means napna bhava ethi abhava pradhanya dekam sambodhya hai he nal kubara so, out of these two, he is just addressing the elder one, that one al Ahamayava parma yayo tatha So, Matparma means that you become my servants and I am the worshipable. So, you become like that, sadhanam sadhanam. So, sadhanam here means same as sadhanam, means a place. Barihidam sadhanamiyami, remember that, in earth samgra. So that is the sadhan sadhana sitting place, sadh to sit. So na bhava samsara yatasya. So then you will not have again samsara. You will not take birth again. So, shri Sukha vache. So Sri Sukhdeva concludes this chapter. So when they were spoken like this by Krishna then they do parikrama, circumambulated him and bowed down to him again and again. And then taking permission from him who was bound himself, they went to the northerly direction. That is the direction of Kubera. Kubera is the in charge of north. Shiva of northeast. That's why they are friends. So this is the end of 10th chapter. ulu Badham baddham baddha ulu khalam. So ulu is bound by the ulu khala. And ahita agni adi so this is just a samas where the kridanta dakta comes first. This part of the samas, instead of ulokala Badha it becomes Badha ulokala like ahita agni instead of agni ahita. It is arartha darsinyam harsinyam bhakta chetsam dashme dasmo dhyaya sangta sanghata satam. So this comes to the end of commentary called Sarat Darshani which gives pleasure to the heart of devotees on the 10th chapter of 10th Canto which is written in the Association of the Devotees. So in 10th chapter we read the liberation of nalkobra and manigriva I would like to Can I ask a question biology yes
1: so um so this uh, these two uh, gods manigriva and nalkubra they have no eternal position so um, I assume that at some point they will go to Ayuta and do
0: some other jivas then take that position so that the nila goes on with other other jivas occupying that post yeah this always goes on just like Indra is a post it's not that same person remains Indra so these are just posts. And they will, they will go to Vaikunta and not to Goloka because they have this ashraya? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on what kind of mood they have. Mm-hmm. So, Yavada, Adhikari, Adhikarinam, there is a Vedanta Sutra, that these Adhikaris, they have their Adhikar, and they remain in that position only for that period.
2: I would like to understand better um, what it indicates that both identified themselves as Naradas uh, Anuchadas. Um, so, does it mean that. does it indicate their mood of purification? And. Um, yeah, that they have spent all this time thinking about it and now seeing the grace that he, he has given to them and...
0: Yeah, they also understood it when he cursed them and they realized they came to their senses. And then he said that you will have son of Krishna. And then he told them earlier. And then he was speaking to them. yes.
1: The women in this pastime, we don't hear anything about them. They were, they showed respect to Narada Muni, but they did not get any curse. Does this indicate that the two sons of Kuvera had some prior contact with Bhakti, and therefore they were more eligible for a higher benediction?
0: No, they solved by the grace of Narada only. Okay. He has already predicted this. He says, "Vasudeva saanikdhim mm-hmm. lavdva deva sarachate vrittesvar loktam bhuyo bhakti bhavishyata He says that you will you become trees and you'll be there for one hundred divine years, and you'll have association of Krishna, and then you'll come back to your position, but you you will be devotee at that time, lavd bhakti. So this Narada himself has said this, means he, he, this is his blessing. He said, what, would be
1: the de- what would be the destination of the two women who showed respect to Narada Muni?
0: Who showed, they will also become devotees, but or maybe before them, they have to become tree for <laughs> 120 years. So Narada said this that Tattra and that you you will remember by my grace, and by my grace you will become devoted. So that's why they are saying we are servants of Narada. because they understood this.
2: So, they. Um, they received his grace, but they first had to suffer for their offenses, as we had, have discussed. So, does this indicate that, um, that even if an offense is there, the grace through the contact with the the mere contact with the sadhu will come eventually, or does this mean that when offense is there, then one can be really immune to the grace of the sadhu and actually nothing will happen due to the offense?
0: Well, it depends. There's both factors are there, as I said. There is factor, how powerful is the sadhu, because it's just a word, but there's so much variety of the sadhu. Somebody like Narada, and then there are other sadhus, everybody is not on the same, and then it depends what kind of offense you have done. So they did not respect him, but they didn't do anything active to insult him. They did not abuse him or anything. They just they just kept standing there. But there are people who you know go and destroy the ashram of a sadhu or kill somebody. So by association of sadhu, benefit will come, but then they have to go through that. Whatever offense they do, they have to get the reaction to that,
2: so therefore, it's not that this contact will will be fruitless, something might happen, but okay, something will happen definitely,
0: so yeah, that's why I'm saying it again depends,
2: okay. So then, therefore, there's also the case, if I correct, correctly, there's also the case that yes. one is so like Krishna one. himself
0: says that, tanaham dhristakruram samsarajsunaradhanam kshipami asuram yonim Right? That I throw them into asurayoni. Again. again and again. So is also... That is also possible. Any other question?
1: Um, it seems like very, uh, for me, like very wonderful how Krishna uh, being forgetful of He is God and and doing all these leelas with mother Jasoda Then comes to this pastime with these two devotees that offer these prayers with a lot of ashwarya. Then my question is, um, how did he change for his mood with Mother Jastoda being binded in the mortar and then looking these two devotees in this ashvaria mood and acting with them like the Supreme Personality of Godhead and then coming back to be just a boy?
0: This is my question. How should we understand this? Yeah, because he says in Gita, "Yatha mam prapadyante tamstathai bhajamiham, mam vrtmano vrtante manusya parth sarvash." So he reciprocates according to the mood of the devotees or people who approach him. So therefore, that ability he has, when it comes to Mother Yashwada, then this ashwarya cannot manifest in him because that is not needed, that is not the mood of Yashwada, but now when these people have this mood, then it is manifest like that. And in that also he did not become some 400 Vishnu or anything, still remained like that. He just, okay, he is accepting their prayers, but he did not change. Mm-hmm. So he could reciprocate even in that form of little boy as he did with Brahma, also with Indra. So he still had this bhav with Vrajvasi that I am Gopal. But when Brahma is praying then he is not saying, well I am just a Gopal, don't pray to me. No, he took the prayers. And he said, you are Narayana, Narayana's tam nahi akhila So he didn't deny it. Babaji, I have a question. Yes. Babaji, many times I've heard that it's said that when Krishna shows that
1: mercy or grace to somebody who takes away your wealth. So, uh, how to understand that because poverty results in emotional and mental suffering, mm-hmm. what without
0: wealth you're not even able to perform your bhakti no, properly? Then I will not do that. For some people, they cannot do bhakti when they have wealth and there are others who cannot do if they don't have any wealth. (laughs) So it is not that he takes away the wealth of everybody. He sees that if wealth is becoming an obstacle, as it was the case with Nalkubar and money so then he took it away, and then they came to their senses. But if you take away the wealth and you will become even a bigger atheist, or you start drinking, then what is the point? That's not grace. So the point of grace is not taking away wealth and then torturing you, point of grace is that you become devoted. So if somebody is very proud of the wealth and because of that pride is not interested in bhakti and then Krishna wants to give grace then he removes that pride, that is that's what that is the sense of this pastime. So the idea is that something which is obstacle that is removed that then it is his grace. But if he is giving you wealth like many times people they get lottery, they get a big you know money. So then is that a grace? So and then you see after two, three years they're worse than before. Not only that they <laughs> you know wasted all the money which they I mean got in the lottery. Then even whatever they had before that also goes along with it. So then where is the grace in it? And then there are others who get the wealth and then they will use it in the service. So grace is to be seen, what is the effect of it. Whether this brings you closer to Krishna or it takes you away from Krishna. That's the deciding factor. Anything else?
1: Okay, so, um, I, I actually it's just experienced that I had a few days ago, I had someone that was very angry that came, she came for a treatment, but she was angry at Krishna basically, she told me she was angry at Krishna and she was screaming and shouting so much at Krishna, basically saying really obscene things, I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> I was a little bit okay. But then once all that went out, she said at the end that she was sorry that she caused all the haywork that she did. But actually it was enormous amount of a pride that came out. And the day after, she was just doing her chanting and everything. So I'm just wondering how, you know, I mean, obviously these things came out and how wrong is this? It was after that she was sorry. I mean, I just wonder if something like that happens is that really, really wrong or was that, how was this provoked? How was it even possible that it came out? Was that Krishna's doing or Yes, no, blame Krishna. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I was just shocked But she was sorry after that. So is she forgiven then afterwards, like immediately? Because I was thinking I have to pray to her guru.
0: Now, to forgive all this,
1: and I didn't really understand how is it possible for these things to come out. You know,
0: people, many people have mental imbalance, okay. they're not normal, so they have no control over the mind, there's a lot of frustration inside. So when it reaches a certain limit, then it comes out like that. So Krishna is the easiest person to blame because he is not going to come and say anything to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is immune, <laughs> at least 100. But <laughs> after, after 100, he may also lose patience. <laughs>
1: But it's a lot of a then. Yeah, so it is a prad
0: if you understand. See the problem is that most people are not very clear about what is bhakti. OK. If you have understanding and if you have shraddha, then how can you think like this? No, it's not possible. If you have shraddha in Krishna, then how can you abuse him?
1: You can't.
0: So then it happens like that. Okay. People are ignorant. So in ignorance, they do these things because of their frustration. still offensive, but Krishna also knows this, so he is not very upset, all right. So that is why it is important to understand. Because if you know how things are working, if you know who is Krishna, how things are arranged, how my karma is working, then how will you blame him? When something good happens to you, then you say, I did it. Right? But when you have a stomach ache, then you say, Krishna, why this is happening to me? But when you ate, (laughs) <laughs> that time you did not think that I am eating. So then you are enjoying. Then when stomachache happens, then Krishna is to be blamed. So it is very difficult to take blame for oneself. The problem is coming because of my own action. But that is hard to accept. So then let me blame God. So there are so many people who blame God. So the thing is that they don't understand who is God they if they had proper understanding who is god they would not do this so there are so many people who do that so they go to temple then something wrong happens and they go and start abusing the deity why did you do this to my child why did he die why this as if he, this is what he is doing okay in the case of uh, comparison between the uh, um, uh, being the taking that means uh, meeting with the sadhu and atheist person and the sun and blind person. In the case of sun and blind, even the blind person can feel the heat, means sun in the form of heat. So so we have to see for what the example is being given. That's why the word I is used. Otherwise, you should have used Sharma. <laughs> So you feel the heat, not with the eye, but with your skin. So eye is used to indicate removal of the darkness. Because in darkness, eye cannot see. So that's why you have to understand the example.